0: Welcome to Positive Productivity, episode 166. The Positive Productivity podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton, and today I am thrilled to introduce you to our guest, Valerie Hubbard. Valerie is the CEO of Actors Fast Track, and I'm honored to have you here today, Valerie. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's
1: so much fun to be here.
0: Oh, I agree. I I love every time I get to chat with any guest, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Valerie, would you share a little bit of your background and how you came to start Actors Fast Track.
1: Absolutely. So I've been an actress since the age of three when I threw myself down the basement stairs on purpose, dramatically. Um, My mother thought I was dead so she sent my father down and I was at the bottom of the stairs laughing. So the next day my mother enrolled me in creative dramatics and I've been acting um, ever since for 52 years. I'm 55 years old. I I've worked as an actress in New York for 20 years and in Los Angeles for 15 years. I've done everything from Broadway to uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Castle, Workaholics, How I Met Your Mother, True Blood, Resident Evil. I have a ton of TV and movie credits as well and lots of commercials and video games. Um, Just like every other actor, I went to the big acting school and in acting school, they told me if you want to get a a career, you need to get an agent. Um, so I got an agent out of acting school, and I went right to New York, and I found out very quickly that everything they had told me in acting school wasn't exactly true. And it, and this this agent that I got, every time I went to him and asked him to get an audition or to help me. He always said things like, you don't have the name for that. And, you know, we can't you you have to get bigger credits. And it all seemed like such a catch 22 to me that I felt like there had to be a better way. And so in the late 80s, I met this guy named Jay Perry. He had this company called Actors Information Project. And it was the first time that someone told me something completely different. They told me that I was in charge of my acting career, that the agent worked for me, and that if I wanted to be a working actor, that I had to get in front of my customer base and not worry about an agent because an agent is just a seller, just like an actor is a seller, and we need to focus on the buyers. So, by doing what he told me to do, I went to my agent and I tried to get this audition for this Broadway show. He said, you don't have the name. And so because I had taken that class with Jay Perry, I went, oh, so I took the picture to the casting director. The casting director called me in and I got the part. What did you do with the agent? Well, I stayed with the agent for a little bit longer. But I after that, I kind of knew that this wasn't the kind of agent I wanted to work with. And I mean, I've had 24 agents and managers in my uh, 33 years as being a working actress. And so I kept him. But you know, it was funny when they did the HBO version of the play that I did, which was the Crucible. I went to him and I said, I want an audition for this. And again, he told me I didn't have the name, which was hilarious. So What happened was I started helping actors do what I was learning to do, and then... In the 90s I started a business called actors it's called strategies with my uh, with a girl named Leah Tola Brandenburg and we had you know it was very nickel and dime and then I moved here and in 2003 and I wanted to get my own career off the ground and then in 2012 I started actors fast track and we are entrepreneur coaches for actors we're business coaches for actors that's what we do and we help actors get a career with or without an agent and And we've been very successful and done very well the last five and a half years. So that's how I got to doing what I do. And I'm still an actress, by the way. I just shot a State Farm commercial a month and a half ago. That is
0: so incredible. In our pre-chat chat, chat, we are talking about how after college, and both of us listeners went to a school in Chicago and then moved to New York. I see a lot of similarities. I actually, not direct, but... It was difficult, even as an interior designer. You need the experience to get the experience. Right. I mean, it was difficult getting a job, even though people knew I was just getting out of college because I didn't have the corporate yes. experience I mean, I had the internships, same as you, I'm sure, had – well, you had how many years of acting experience before you even got to New York? But we have to pave our own road because if we're not going to, unfortunately, even with agents, who's going to do it for us?
1: Right, nobody. And my image of actors in Los Angeles is there's a lot of armchairs. Around and there's an actor sitting in every armchair waiting for someone to come and tell them what to do or waiting for a career to be handed to them. And no one ever told me as an actor that I was an entrepreneur. But, you know, they they say, oh, acting is the hardest thing you can do. It's a business where actors don't have any control. And yet it's funny because we are the only people that the business can absolutely not run without. You can't make a movie. You can't make a play. You can't make a film without an actor. And yet somehow we've been locked in the trunk of the car, and so what my image is is I'm just letting these people out of the trunk of the car and giving them their power back and I'm also attracting a very high-end actor because I went to the high-end acting school and so I'm I'm attracting actors that went to NYU, Juilliard, Yale, Northwestern because they paid 60 to 100 grand or their parents did for their education but no one taught them that as an actor they're an entrepreneur. And so that's what I teach them. So it's not easy. It's not Not, you know, entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. That's what my current coach tells me all the time. And she's right. I mean, there has been times in the last five and a half years that I've been in the backyard throwing up, you know, just because it's like a roller coaster without a seatbelt. But it's totally worth it because I'm completely in control of my own life being an entrepreneur. And as an actor, I'm in control. You know, actors often feel like they're not in control, but they are in control because they're an entrepreneur. So it's hard work, but it's the payoff is great. You know, the freedom of being your own boss is great.
0: Now, I have never been in the backyard throwing out. You I, haven't? No. <laughs> However, I have wished many times that I had a punching bag or a big tree in my backyard. I only have a small tree that I could attach a pillow to and just go out there and beat the you know what out of it. Yeah. Just on those days when it's just. Oh, yeah.
1: It, it is. It's like, you know, I mean, before I was an entrepreneur, maybe I worried about $200 and then I worried about $2,000 and then I worried about $20,000 and I go, you know, it's all relative because I still am worried about getting $20,000 into my company um, before such and such a date, the same way that I was freaking out about $2,000 to pay my mortgage or $200 to buy food. It all is the same thing it's just a bigger number but it's it's like what you have to learn is how to take care of yourself so you don't you're not in the backyard throwing up, you know that you that you know that this too shall pass. Like I know how to solve the issue of twenty thousand into my company. I pick up the phone and sell, and I'm really good at that. So that's how I that's how I solve that issue. So it's not like oh, I need a th- I'm going to go rob a bank. Like I actually have a skill set that allows me to pick up the phone and make money. And while I've been on the phone with you, by the way, someone just bought a six thousand dollar package. Wow. Mm, That I talked to yesterday. So, you know, she's like, yep, I want it and I'll give you $6,000. i am like, boom.
0: (laughs) So listeners, just another part of our pre-chat chat chat was we were actually talking about coaches and sales coaches. And in full disclosure, I did ask Valerie to send over some recommendations on sales coaches. Based on that, yes, I will take those names. (laughs) (laughs) So when I started my company in 2012, I thought I was competing with overseas VAs because that's where my confidence level was. I didn't have the experience. I knew I needed to get the experience. And despite having 10 plus years in corporate and knowing how to use so many different various types of software that could benefit me and clients in the VA industry... I thought I needed to compete with people who were making 2 to $3 an hour. So I went out there and charged $8 an hour. <laughs> and that was five years ago. Let's just say I'm very far from $8 an hour and I'm not trying to boast. <laughs> but I think the point I'm trying to get to right now is I think a common misunderstanding is that a lot of actors, even though they get on stage or behind the camera, they have no issue with confidence, mm-hmm. but I know that that can't be mm-hmm. correct. Actors surely have an issue with confidence and they have to overcome confidence struggles just the same as any other type of entrepreneur. Can you provide any feedback on that?
1: Absolutely. Most of what I d- end up doing <laughs> is mindset shift with my clients, because if you understand your value and it was interesting because I was listening to one of your last your podcasts with Jonathan Dio about m- mindful money, you know. And I was thinking about that because one of the things that he said, which I always say to my clients, is when you completely understand your value as an actor, then that takes away your nerves when you walk into a room because – as an act like if i was selling a you know red ball red shiny ball and i had complete confidence that this is the best ball when i bounce it it goes the highest it can go i'm going to bring it into the room to you and i'm going to say this is your daughter's favorite christmas present right that's something i one of my coaches taught me right so it's easy for me to bring that in there because i have all the confidence in the ball so what we have to find whether we're selling something that's not of us I mean, the thing about actors is they're selling themselves, and we work very hard to make sure that the most shiny side of their diamond is out, right? But but what we're doing is we're teaching them to have self-value because when I know – that I'm a, bo- a ballsy broad, and you're going to need at some point in your movie or your TV show a ballsy broad or the nosy next-door neighbor. Those are the, th- the things that I do better than everyone else. When I come into your b- room, I'm confident that this is a product that you're going to want because I'm very good at doing that product. So we're teaching value Um, and that feeds into the confidence because you don't need confidence. Like I know that what I do changes actors lives because it's changed. I mean, I have series regulars. I have people all over TV that weren't there when they hired me. So I know that what I'm doing changes actors lives. And so when I'm on a sales call, I'm completely confident that what we have, you know, and so what I'm really looking for is the correct match because sometimes I don't want to work with any actor. I mean, if they're not a match to who we are and who I am and, and what we stand for, then I'm not interested in working with them. So, when I go into a sales conversation or when to I go into an audition, and or when I teach my actors to go into an audition, what I teach them is they're certain. You must be certain. So I'm certain that this part is already mine. So I just need. If I think the part is already mine, then I just go in and act and not worry about pleasing someone or impressing someone I just go in and do my job and it's the same with sales if I go into sales sales is service if I go into selling know that I know my my program is works it works for everyone that works it like I don't have one situation where it hasn't worked and so you know then it just depends on are you ready to work hard and ready to jump in because when you want something when you want something you always find the money for it. Right? And I teach my actors exactly what I learned about selling because it applies to them, because an audition is selling.
0: I have so many things I could say. First off, <laughs> I love the segue from the red ball to being a ballsy broad. That was
1: awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: That was amazing. And then your statement about it works for anybody who works it. It mm-hmm. has so many applications in every single part of our life. I I bought a ninja, um, a juice ninja, I think it was called, yeah. a couple months, a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. it hasn't worked because I haven't used it. <laughs> okay. So how is supposed, you know, trying to get on a juicing diet going to work for me if I never buy the fruit to go in it and I never plug it in? And the same goes for any of my clients. How is being the best digital marketer and infusion soft consultant going to work for them if they don't even pay their infusion soft subscription fee or even come up with the ideas of how to make it work for them? It's just not. We can all spend tons of money and a lot of people do. A lot of entrepreneurs spend hundreds of thousands Of dollars on tools to make them better, but then they never put them to work for themselves.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, since I started Actors Fast Track, I've been working with coaches, coaches. So I've been going to these three day events, you know, that are very common in the entrepreneur world, but not in the actor world. And I have seen crazy things. Like I saw this woman spend $200,000 on hiring all these services at this event. And she didn't even have a business yet. She didn't even know what the business was going to be. And I thought, oh, my God. You know, when I started Actors Fast Track, I started with a $300 website. And a coach, you know, the coach was expensive. That was the smart thing I did. I hired a coach, and I even got infusion soft a little earlier than I should have. I mean, I still have it, and uh, and all that. But you know, I see that happen a lot. And works without actions. I mean, that's in the Bible, you know. So you've got to take action on your on what you do. And that's like, I think what I say. Like, here's what I would say to you about the ninja. I would say to you, your why isn't strong enough. Like, what what do you imagine yourself being? Like, get a dress out of the closet that you don't fit into and put it up there. Or remember a time where you felt like a million dollars. Like, you know, you felt like, wow, I feel really good. And somehow put that in front. Because when my actors are super clear about their why, I mean, I have a guy that's a series regular on the Americans. And the reason he is, is because five years ago, he moved his two children and his wife from Russia to New York City. He was driving a cab from 8 p.m. till 8 a.m. every day to put food on the table. And when he hired me, it was very, very expensive for him. So he paid me and then did whatever I told him to do. And in six months, he booked a $70,000 job on House of Cards
0: wow and the and Americans now, I just, yeah and it, the Americans yeah. um Kerry Russell right
1: yes okay yeah and so you know he's a Russian actor he had a Russian accent he's like well you know I, I have to go to my accent before I go to work uh, no he was hired on House of Cards as a Russian $70,000 job and then he was hired on the Americans as a Russian so and that's just been in five years he's made uh, multi-six figures as an actor and because he had a really strong why. I mean, I have another client, Ruby Mercado, who is works all the time, and it, she's a Latino mom. She has three children. One of them is three beautiful daughters. One of them happens to be handicapped. And so, she has a very strong why as to why she's making a living as an actor. You know, it's not like some pie-in-the-sky idea for her. She wants to make money, and right now she speaks Spanish, and it's a really good time to speak Spanish and be an actor. So she's doing great. You know, this year alone, she's done Hyundai commercial, Jack-in-the-Box commercial, and she was on the show Scorpion on CBS, and she was on The Thundermans. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's her daughter's favorite show, and she played a superwoman on The Thundermans. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow. So that wasn't just a win for her but it was definitely a win for her daughter then too.
1: Oh yeah. That's I mean, you mama. know, I I have another guy that is so trying to get – he has a little boy, and he's so trying to get a Disney show. So we've been – he's been on a lot of different shows. He's a recognizable actor, but he really wants that Disney show. It's the best job in Hollywood because you work basically Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. I mean, you know, it's like not one of those crazy hour jobs because you have all these kids, and they only can work a certain amount of time.
0: Even going back to when I first got behind the microphone, and I'm not even talking about for podcasting. Listeners, you've heard me talk about my husband. He's a video game developer. One of the, uh, if I am in, I would have to say a low place, then I will play games. I haven't played games in like months now, but he wanted me to get on a video game, like voice chat with him. And I didn't even have the confidence to get behind the microphone to talk to, to talk to my husband. I was too scared of getting behind the mic, but it's all about the mindset. Like, why am I scared of this mic? I love what you were talking about. That was a total deviation. I don't even know why I brought that up. Positive productivity podcast, not always about a, you know, (laughs) steady stream of thoughts that go in the right direction. Um, but I, uh, yeah, the why, um, I, I know why it was. It didn't work because I actually bought it because I saw a lot of other people buying it, and I love fruit and vegetables. However, the why wasn't even there to begin with, and I think that's a major point that a lot of people miss out on. Is, and that's why we get caught up in shiny object syndrome. Just because it's working for somebody else doesn't mean that number one, it's going to work for us, and number two, that it's what we really need.
1: Right. Yeah. If it's something that we think we need, then, you know, I've really learned... You know, I mean, we've all bought that two thousand dollar do-it-yourself. You know, if you've been to any three-day events, you bought the two thousand do-it-yourself package, right? And who's ever done it themselves? I don't. I don't know. You know, like I, I mean, I probably wasted well only about six thousand. Probably I bought it bought two thousand dollar package three times in the five and a half years I've been in business. That I did too. Need to, Same uh, exact
0: figures. Three <laughs> programs that I purchased that I never used.
1: Yeah. Yep. Like, why do I keep doing that? I don't know. I was so proud of myself because when you and I were at an event together, there was one thing, and I did not walk. I walked to the back of the room, but then I walked away. I was like, no, I'm not doing this <laughs> because, you know, the truth is, like, I can't do – I am do much better. I'm willing to pay a coach $16,000, 20000 a year because I'm making multi-six figures from people that no one ever thought that I could make that money from so for me having someone that's really there on my side to, to lead me is imperative you know and I'm turning around and doing the same thing to actors and so I need to make sure that I always have a coach right but I think we all do things because everyone else is doing it and we think it's a good idea but I in fact did a, a, a cleanse starting in January and I really said you know I spent a lot of money getting all this stuff together for what I was going to do and I was like this time I'm really going to do it and you know what I'm still doing shakes and it's uh October right
0: to you okay I do have to say in my defense we did use it four or five times however that was three months ago but then I bought a whole nother load of fruit and vegetables and my children attack them so when I went to make this is a lazy excuse It really is. But when I went to make my next shake, all my fruit was gone. I mean, I would much rather that my children be eating fruit than junk. Don't get me wrong. But then it was just lazy. I run into the store. I get what I need for dinner, which usually comes out of a box, and I run back out and somehow bypass the whole produce section, which is right there in the middle of exactly what I need and where I'm going, you know, in the (laughs) checkhouse. However, at the event that you were talking about, I literally had to... Super glue my butt to the chair to make sure that I didn't get caught up in that because there were so many of, oh, that sounds so wonderful. I wonder what it can do. But then I realized, okay, I know what my purpose is right now and I know what I need to get there. And another two, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar investment is not going to get me there right now because it's not the investment that I know I need. I know the investment and you and I are in a group for that event. I shared last night that I realized how much money spending time on tasks that I shouldn't have been spending my time on cost me over the last, I said the last month in full transparency over the last three months. This is being more transparent than I have ever been about finances on the show. Listeners, I do not feel right, to be totally honest, sharing mine, because I don't want it to be all about money. But here's the point I'm trying to make. Over the last three months, I have been editing all of my podcasts. I have been spending 75 hours a month minimum on editing my podcasts. And if I were to use those 75 hours towards client tasks which I do have, that's that's over, that's between eight and 10,000 a month minimum. So we need to learn how to spend our time and our money wisely. I mean, I could have, my editing team, which I'll be putting a link to in the show notes, they would have cost me three to 500 a month. That's it. And I was costing myself eight to 10,000 a month by not putting my priorities in the right place.
1: I got to tell you, I mean, you know, here's the thing. Like, I find actors all the time busy. Like, I talked to an actress yesterday, and what is she doing? She's like, well, I'm really spending time on my website. So one of the things that one of my coaches told me from the very beginning, she goes, you must do business in the order of that I tell you. Number one, capture the cash. Always selling. So one of the things that I do with my current mastermind and I have a guy in my current mastermind that is very, we're very competitive about selling. And so one of the things he taught me is what we call high calls. So in the morning we pick up the phone and we just call people to say, hello, how's everything going? Potential clients. So you start a conversation and then you get people thinking like I get th- people thinking about why are their acting careers not happening? And so, you know, if they're not there and I leave a message, I hear back from them almost always that week going, oh my God, we should talk I want to talk to you or I've been thinking about you I want to hire you and so those high calls have been really big so capture the cash is always first like sell 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 that's your as a CEO of my own company that's my number one focus always number two is client care so anything my paying customers need that comes next number three is administration Right. So that's my website went down last weekend, you know, and so, or looking over my, this morning I was looking over my binder for my upcoming three day event and making sure it looks good and checking all that. That's all that. And then four is product development, which I find a lot of coaches spend a lot of time like thinking up new packages and new products that they're going to sell in digital marketing and all of that. And that's really number fourth. And if you're spending all your time in, three and four, then you're not running a good business. Number one and two are the most important. And the things that I see entrepreneurs go down on, you know, I've been in two different masterminds and I built an acting business alongside most other people that have businesses like yours or, you know, branding businesses or website businesses. And what I see people fail out constantly is consistent marketing. And number two, they never get over the selling hump they never learn how to sell and that's the two things and so those are the two things that I just steal from entrepreneurs and take right back to my actors because it's the thing the people that actually get in the habit of selling on a weekly basis my actors whether they're doing drop-offs to offices or actually pitching themselves on the phone or writing a warm letter every week to their customers those are the actors that are working
0: I can see exactly where that applied in my own business because I was out there seeing the the products that other people were making and thought I needed to create the products and I lost focus of my clients and it hurt because then the clients start leaving because they're not getting the client care they want. But I also wasn't out there sharing my true self. You know, for the actor who's out there at auditions, for me, for me being here, for me, it would just be connecting with people on social media or picking up the call, or the phone and calling people around me right here in Ohio or even not in Ohio because I have clients worldwide. Those were awesome points, Valerie. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And before I forget, listeners, everything that we talk about will be in the show notes at thekimsutton.com forward slash pp166. I can't wait to put those four points in there because I can see them getting tweeted out all over. And, I mean, those are so important. One of my mentors says new money first. And that's exactly what you just said. And, it you know, sometimes we need to hear it in about 18,000 different ways before it actually goes
1: Aw. all of the time. We need to hear it in 18,000. Sometimes I look at my actors are. You know, comment on someone else saying something. And I go, "Uh, I've been saying that for 30 years. Like, I always say that. But the way they said it, the actor's like, oh my God, can you believe such and such? And I go, yeah, that's what I'm always talking about. So I and and the same with me, you know, I think that when you hear stuff, you hear it in different places in your body and I my vision is that it drops down to where it finally hits you in the gut and you go, "Oh,
0: Yeah, you just hit me in the gut in the best way possible.
1: (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have like, you know, these great sales notes that I've kept from all different people that I've studied with. And, you know, those things have really, really helped me. And then, you know, sometimes I get on a sales call and I think, why don't you just follow the system that's been given to you? Instead of trying to make up something new, just use what works for all these people. I mean, we've, we heard from a great salesman at that event we were at. I mean, and one of the things that I heard again and again that I hear over and over again with selling is that certainty. The certainty of when you pick up the phone, of course they're gonna buy from you. So you don't have to prove how good you are, you don't have to prove how much they need you, or anything like that. All you're doing is servicing them. Like Where do they wanna go? Why are they not getting that thing that they want? Or what? how come they're not going there? And then you become the bridge, you know, you say, okay, well, so far, you know, people go, oh, yeah, well, I know all this. I'm like, okay, well, then how come you've been an actor for 20 years, and you don't have anything to show for it? There's a difference between knowing everything and then having a resume. So if you want a resume, then I suggest you hire someone that knows how to get you that rather than trying to figure it out on your own, because the evidence says that you haven't been able to do that.
0: I'm sure that's a big wake-up call for them.
1: It is. You know, I remember I was sitting with my mentor, my original mentor. I'm sitting in a room after knowing him for 10 years, and he said, well, how many of you guys in this room, how many of you actors in this room think you have it all figured out and everything's going the way you want it to go? And I raised my hand, and he said, then what are you doing in this room? And I went... Oh, but it was true. I don't have everything figured out. I never have everything out. I don't plan on ever working on my business at this point without a coach because that would just be stupid. I mean, that would just be silly. You need people to bounce stuff off of, you know, and we are our own worst enemy. I am. You know, there's been plenty of times where I've chicken out making a phone call or had a bad audition and didn't listen to my own advice and let my comp Even in the last five years, I've, you know, I've been in a room where I've lost my confidence. I mean, I went into Modern Family and my agent was like, you have to get this, you know, because it was his favorite show. And I literally blew like I was so bad in the room that finally the casting director said, Valerie, just read the script because I didn't know my lines. (laughs) It was embarrassing. But you want to know what's funny is I got put on hold for that part. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it just goes to show you that a lot of times our mess and our ugly is what gets us hired.
0: Well, if anybody wants a blooper reel full of content, I could be cast for that part just off this episode alone. (laughs) True life of the crazy entrepreneur mom. That's too long for ABC, but yeah. Yeah. No, I I wouldn't even be able to do it from a script, but I don't want to. I love it from my life. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just make it. Listeners, just find the way to make your entrepreneurial journey work for you and stop chasing all the squirrels in the neighborhood. Focus on that one task today that's going to make you money.
1: Yeah, that's very true. But remember, capture the cash always first, right? Go for the money. That's where you go first.
0: I do want to circle around just one quick moment to all my previous episodes. This is not to say that I want you to lose your focus in positive productivity. I always want listeners and clients to know what you're in what impact you're trying to make, but you can make an impact today and make income. So, yes, capture the cash, but do it with your impact in mind, please. And thank you. Public service announcement.
1: Right. And so my impact is to change the way actors do business. Which is amazing. Which therefore change the business. Because the business is changing anyway. I mean, in two years, this world isn't even going to look like it will look like right now. And our business is definitely going to be different. So... I finally figured out that instead of trying to change something, just change me or change the people that I most affect, and that will consequently change the business. Because if I change enough actors, then they will ask for the respect that they deserve and stand up for the money that they should be getting and be able to speak for themselves and not be scared little rabbits.
0: (laughs) Valerie, I can hear a whole bunch of listeners wondering, where they can get in touch with you and find out more about what you do. Can you share with the listeners the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Absolutely. So Actors Fast Track, A-C-T-O-R-S-F-A-S-T-T-R-A-C-K. That's the name of the company. You can either email me. I'm Valerie, V A L. O-R-I-E, it's Valerie at ActorsFastTrack.com. Or you can email Tina, T-I-N-A, at ActorsFastTrack.com. Said, you know, we heard you on Kim's uh, podcast and we'd love to get an opportunity to talk to you on the phone. We we spend a lot of time talking to actors and parents of actors and friends of actors all of the time. And I know that one of those people is listening to this right now. So uh, 30 minutes, no charge absolutely free just to go through a career consultant about what's happening you know I really wish I would have had me before I went to acting school because I grew up in Kansas and I knew I wanted to be an actress and my parents were amazing and they did a lot of research and I did go to a great school in Chicago but not everyone has those kind of parents and I wish that I would have had me alongside of my parents to tell me things that I could have done and saved myself a lot of time and a lot of heartache and a lot of fault because I'm going to tell you that there's not one acting school out there that's teaching what I'm teaching. And so – I really stress that, you know, if you are interested in acting or your family, you know, to reach out to someone that knows what they're talking about because there's so much bad information out there. It's crazy. It's like the Wild West out here, but we really do know and we we want to help you because if we change enough actors, then we change the business. That's it.
0: I love that, Valerie. Thank you so much again for joining us for this fabulous episode Do you have one last golden nugget that you can share with listeners before we go?
1: Well, I think I started to say this and I want to say this that everything about you that you think might be bad or people don't like or is the thing that you take for granted like if you fold towels really well or whatever it is that you do that maybe you think that oh everyone does this or it's something that you do so easily that's the thing that's going to make you a million dollars.